welcome back to another episode from another point of view. Today we're gonna have a very short and sweet episode. My name is Alice. And I'm Agnes. And on today's episode, we are going to talk about a documentary that both me and Alice watched recently. We did a little bit of a movie night. Mm. Uh, and we watched a documentary called uh, Fashion Reimagined. It if, made a really big impact on both of us. Yeah, so just to kind of not to spoil it for you, I think everyone should watch it. So basically the documentary follows the creative director of Mother of Pearl, Amy Powney, and her journey of creating a fully sustainable fashion collection. And it was so eye-opening, but also like great reminder of things that we probably all have heard of, we kind of know of, but to actually see and hear facts. Yeah, there's some really shocking statistics sort of throughout the documentary. But I really want to point out that it's not one of those documentaries that's all doom and gloom. Yeah, true. Because I feel like that's the kind of documentaries that I've watched um, up until this point when it came to sustainability and the climate and mm. kind of everything that we are doing to the planet. And this was the first documentary that actually, not only does it have a glimmer of hope, um, but it kind of shows how things can be done yeah. and how the whole process can actually work um, and it does take a lot of work and dedication um, but it's also amazing to see someone that follows what they truly believe in mm -hmm. through and through regardless what everyone around her in the fashion industry tells her and any obstacle just like pushing through and it seems to be a lot of obstacles yeah um, and she says herself like the journey isn't easy but it's doable i think there's two um things that i sort of written down and that really shocked me first one was that three out of five garments that you buy within the one year are going to end up in a landfill mm -hmm. three out of five and that's all of us. That's not just like you sitting down and thinking now, oh, it's someone else. It's probably you as well. And yeah. me. And I think it's like what comes down to it is realizing that even if we do take things to charity um, shops, just remember that not all of those things are going to be sold. Mm -hmm. And if they're really shitty quality, no one is going to buy it. So yeah. it's going to end up in a landfill. Yeah. So just bear that in mind. And the second one was that fashion produces over 100 billion garments a year. Like, imagine <laughs> how much of a huge, ginormous pile would that have to be? Like, I can't, like, I was shocked by that. Mm -hmm. And I've been working in fashion industry for 10 years. Mm -hmm. And I didn't even think that that was the case. Yet, when I think about it, and I think about when you go to Zara, and things are there on literally daily basis. Daily basis. Think about the amount. And this is just one Zara. Mm -hmm. Think about all the other high street stores. Yes. How much garments is produced yeah. every single day? Like That just makes me think of like all the times that, you know, you've been shopping, thinking, oh, I need something really quickly. Like I have an event on the weekend. Let me just pop into something somewhere like Zara or any other store yeah. or online and then having like feelings of anger thinking, oh, this is not like I saw this last week already. Like 
I need something new. I need something we fresh. We got so used to yes. this whole kind of consumerism culture when it's just like more and more and more and new and new and new. Yeah. Like, we don't even get ourselves a chance to appreciate what we have. Mm-hmm. Yet, we are chasing another new thing and another new trend. Yeah. And I loved seeing in the in the documentary, like, actually, f- like, visually seeing how many, like, people are actually involved in the process of creating one piece. And they they gave like an example of a white cotton short shirt i think mm-hmm. and like counting how many countries it's been through and just to kind of like come to your house next day delivery like it's so normal for us but yet when you think of it it's actually insane that that I think, can be like it was at the beginning when they said that um the average sort of high street let's say like a cotton shirt that they were talking about has traveled through five different countries to get to your door. Mm-hmm. It's probably more traveled than most of us. Yes. Like, just... <clears throat> that's mind-boggling to me. The carbon... Um, the carbon print. footprint. The yeah. amount of places that it has to go from A to B, from, like, growing that cotton, to then being transferred to another place for it to be made into a fabric, then from that fabric to be transported to another place, to be made into the shirt, then to be sent to the let's say, whatever designer that is, or shop, mm. then from there it's been sent into you. Like, we don't think about this chain yes. of, of what fashion industry has created and things literally travel globally. Yeah. The amount of things that travel globally, like, that's insanity. And just to think, then you get it for, like, £20, and some people will say that's really expensive. Yeah. Like, it's just, it puts things to perspective. I think if £20 is expensive, maybe you shouldn't be buying in the first place. Yeah. And that's, like, the harsh truth. Because, yes, we can, like, all make it, like, fluffy and cute of, like, yeah, I'll just buy this one time, whatever. But, I don't know, it just, it really made me think of how much accountability we need to take for our own actions. As consumers. Yeah. I do believe that, brands need to take responsibility absolutely, as well absolutely absolutely but just as consumers as well like um the last month i've like tried not to shop like maybe i've bought a couple of things on vinted yeah um but i haven't really like shopped on the high street and then i was on asos the other day and that was after watching the documentary as well and i was just like i just i don't know something in inside of me has just really changed mm. and i think if we all tried to maybe have a month of like no buy rule and watch some documentaries educate yourself if we change just a little bit it's gonna have a huge impact on the whole industry yeah yeah and i think it's it's our responsibility to like what alice says educate ourselves and then learn put you know you do have to remember that behind every piece of clothing that you wear there is a human being Mm -hmm. there's loads of human beings from growing this cotton into someone collecting it into someone transporting it into someone making whatever dress top whatever you're wearing into the person that then you know it's transporting that from a to b like the amount of people that are involved behind this one piece of clothing like really reevaluate and rethink every purchase that you make Mm -hmm. so i believe that documentaries like this should really be shown to kids at school 100 percent um, to really open their eyes and sort of see outside of the box and reconnect with 
what we wear and I think that sort of can be applied into everything else in your life mm. whatever you purchase just really think about it you know buy less but buy better quality things that will last so yeah. you don't have to keep repurchasing it yeah um, and it was also really interesting in a documentary when she sort of goes on this journey and she's one of the first I believe that Stella McCartney is sort of out there but we're talking about sort of I believe the Mother of Pearl is sort of a brand that you can save up a little bit and buy things yeah. from like we went onto the website and the price point isn't crazy yeah. and also what we were really surprised about is that they have a wide range of sizes yes that was one thing that I was like I want to say shocked about because mm. we after watching it we went on the website like you said and I was just like yeah surely it's just gonna be up to like medium or something yeah. but it goes up to like I think 18 mm. size eight. like it's not like plus size but I think it's a great start mm. yeah and then a lot of the things that can also be bought on um, secondhand like vestia yeah other, yeah and she really discusses which I don't know if many people um, are aware of it the difference between like the organic cotton and normal cotton mm. and I've learned working in the fashion industry how it, cotton is one of the most toxic fabrics um, that you can purchase mm. especially in denim especially in denim because of the extra dyes and extra chemical process that denim has to go yeah. through to become denim but in general the amount of pesticides that go into growing the yes. crop um, it's incredible so she mentioned <clears> how um, people can get like pretty severe yeah um, health it's like conditions. lung cancers yeah. and all sorts of diseases so and the, the people collecting yeah in, yeah so also really you know think about obviously it's really interesting because i was listening to um to her on a podcast to amy mm -hmm. talking about the documentary and she said something really interesting she says that um it should be very transparent where the garment was made where the fabric and she also kind of suggests that what if we made you know how you go into um shops and you can see like this was made here or this yeah like, I don't know berries come from this country yes and you sort of know yeah she's just like that's how it should be done when With it comes to clothing so like this cotton is from this place and then it was made in this place yes and it would be so interesting to see this journey and I think that would maybe I mean I don't think it's ever going to happen because obviously um I think the fashion industry doesn't want you to be aware of that. Mm. Um, I'm hopeful, but we'll yeah. see. It would definitely open your eyes, yeah. learning, learning like the whole process behind it. Um, and realizing how much greenwashing there is. That's mm -hmm. the other thing. I think sustainability has become... Because Amy's collection came out in 2000, and the Frills... Uh, collect no friends no frills collection came out uh, during on the fashion week in 2018 yes so that's what five years ago yeah um and i think for more than five years like the greenwashing thing and the sustainability becoming such a trendy yes like topic and trendy thing to just throw out there mm -hmm. um and every brand is trying to be sustainable and it actually makes me laugh when i see brands like h&m or zara saying they mm. are sustainable or by this and this year they will be sustainable i think zara primark as well is saying that yeah it's it's like it's crazy do you know what sustainability means <laughs> well it's because of lack of understanding in our society and the lack of knowledge and you know, no. I, I think a lot of people are talking about it, but it's such a like complex 
um, subject and is so... But do you think they're talking about it because it's trendy or do you think they're talking no, about no, no. it because they actually care? I think there's people who actually care. Like, I follow some people yeah. as well. And um, it's just, it's hard to listen. You know, like, when you come back from work and you're tired and then you have to, like, be like, oh, this, like, negative. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I think people just, like, also avoid thinking and like consuming that type of content mm. which um and ignorance is bliss exactly um but i think you know if you don't educate yourself then anyone like h&m and primark coming and saying this is sustainable will make you feel a bit better about shopping there yeah you and know if it's you know just, nothing about sustainability yeah. you're gonna be like well they're sustainable they must know what they're talking about exactly what were your like biggest takeouts when it came to the movie after watching it i think just all the facts like um like i said i probably knew of them like kind of vaguely yeah but to actually see it um hear all the facts um amy's talking to a lot of the farmers like who are collecting and uh the cotton and all of this um i actually teared up a little bit at the end where was it the cotton um farmer Oh no, it was the uh, wool. The wool. The one from Uruguay. Yes. It's a farm that yes. Amy ended up working with. And then she invited them to uh, come and see like what she's created with the with the things that they're providing her with. And he was like, you're the first person who invited me to, to see it. And I thought, oh my God, that's like, imagine that feeling. Because probably... it was also like a family run yes. farm that and he's seemed been... like they had it for generations. Yes. And they were so extremely proud about what they were doing yes and it was beautiful like such a beautiful moment Mm. um and another thing is um a lot of the times it seems like there's no way out of this right it seems Mm. like it's almost impossible to have sustainable collections um it's going to be too expensive too um unattainable for everyone but this has kind of given me hope that you know it is possible Mm. at a reasonable price point it's not going to be 20 pounds unfortunately but you know, but then I don't think you sh- anything should be twenty pounds. Right, but you know you have to shift your mindset yeah. to understand that that you know maybe paying one hundred and twenty pounds is just what it should be. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's given me a lot of hope that mm. it is possible, and she's proven it. And you know there are um, actual ways of doing it. And I hope that brands will follow those footprints as well. Yeah. Yeah. I think for me. It was so many different things. I mean, obviously, I have to say, I've realized after watching the movie that the big reason why I have left fashion industry was because fashion industry just didn't align with my core values anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I was seeing what was happening and I was just like, I don't want to be part of this. But then I have to realize that I am a part of this. Like, I am still consuming, yeah. even though I'm not working in a fashion industry. But it's sort of like the fact that everyone should be educating themselves. Because I remember like six or seven years ago when I first started getting interested in it, like there was not that much out mm-hmm. about it. Like people were not talking about it. I think Stella McCartney was the only brand mm. in the UK that was like going in that direction right, and yeah. receiving like the sustainable route. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was not that much talk about it. Uh, but for me, I think coming from... Um, my background and being brought up in a home where clothes were made my mom is a seamstress I saw the whole process Mm -hmm. so I think I related to clothes in a slightly different way that most people would yeah Uh, but it also kind of like you know my eyes opened really early to seeing how much work it takes to make a garment 
So when I moved to this country and I saw things being cheap, I was like, how can this cost this much money? Yeah. Like, because in the back of my head, like I know that someone grew whatever, it was cotton, and then someone else collected it, and then someone else made a pattern, and then someone else stitched it, and then someone else packaged it, and it's just like, the chain is huge, you yeah, know? Yeah, so many hands have touched it. There are so many hands yeah. that have touched it, and um, so that was one thing, and I think Amy points out in a movie how clothes is the only thing that got cheaper since she was a kid, mm. rather than more expensive, which is shocking. Yeah. Like, everything went up. And then after, you know, with the consumerism and with the sort of globalization, the clothes started to be made in third world countries. Yes. And that's why the prices went down. So the clothes got cheaper rather than more expensive. And you can see that. I mean, it's insane. I really love the fact that she really stands so strong. Yeah, that was beautiful to see because even like when she presented the collection to the buyers, there was Mm. such a resistance towards it. Like they said, oh, this is too expensive. Like this is not going to work. And, you know, we've been talking about sustainability and like climate change probably for like the last 10 years. Yeah. And to think that only in like 2018, that was the response. That was pretty crazy. It's shocking. Yeah, she's actually in Paris and she has a showroom and... People come from, it's, it's not only Europe, you know. Yeah. I think there was like Bloomingdale's and yeah. there's people from the US and Shopper was there. I remember it and probably Revolve. And um, yeah, and people are just not impressed. Mm-hmm. You know, she's put all of this work and all of this effort. And it was, ki- was kind of sad to see yeah. that people are not very, not really buying into the whole idea of sustainability, yeah. let alone into her collection. Yeah. So yeah, I think... Just really watch it first of all. Realize that you know buying less and buying better should be something that's always in the back of your mind. Whatever mm-hmm. you purchase, if it's a fashion purchase or anything else. Yes, like really spend a little time thinking about it. Why am I buying this? Mm-hmm. What's the intention behind it? Um, how many ways I can style it? Yeah. Um, don't just follow trends and be like, I need this next thing just to feel cool or like. Um, post something on social media I think it will take like a lot especially like people you know that like it feeds your ego essentially like you know having social media and like yeah being cool or trendy or like fitting in and stuff I, th- I yeah. think it's gonna take a lot for someone to actually make Shift that change that perspective yeah um but at least try step yeah. by step do I a little we need bit to, like slow down we yeah need to just like take 100 steps back and be like okay Let's just slow down. Yeah. Let's not do this next day delivery thing. Let's think about it. Mm-hmm. When it comes to everything in life, I feel like. Yeah. In a culture when we just like run and rush and everything yeah. is fast. And I think like we really need to slow down because I feel like when you do slow down, you're able to kind of think a little bit more clearly. I and you so. are you able to just like, yeah, like I said, think and like rethink whatever decisions are you making so if anyone wants to go down the path of educating themselves and you know finding out things um is there anything that you can suggest like consuming like podcasts or something i'd say first first and foremost watch this documentary (laughs) yeah because i feel like every other documentary i've watched is a bit of a doom and gloom and it might not be the best one to start (laughs) with depressive yeah yeah because they're like it is like the more you learn to realize how fucking depressing this industry is yes and it's not this glamorous thing that you like that we've been perceived to believe yeah. um but conscious chatter 
is a podcast that I've listened to sort of on and off um, and I really like sort of what they talk about they find all of those very interesting designers and I really like how they talk about sustainability because it isn't doom and gloom. Cool. Like they actually have sort of the look at the bright side of it mm-hmm. and they're very inspiring. So I would highly recommend them. And the second one is The Green Dream. Mm. Uh, by, That's a nice name. Yeah, I think it's Dana Thomas. We're going to link it in the show notes. Uh, but she also wrote a book called Fashionopolis, which I would highly recommend um, and I think like everyone should read it just like watching this documentary mm-hmm. I read this book when it first came out which was a while back and I need to check if I still have it because if I do I'm going to lend it to you Okay. <laughs> but it's sort of an attack on fashion industry and um, really well written she also goes into the third world countries mm. so you kind of talk to the people behind the clothes that we wear mm-hmm. um, it's a very interesting journey that she takes you on and I think like every consumer um, should read that as well and yeah really like rethink your relationship with fashion industry yeah and I hope you enjoyed that I'd like to hear your thoughts on this and if there's anything that you're doing to help you be a little bit more conscious and sustainable and also like when you end up watching the documentary let us know your thoughts yes I'd love to hear we'll see you next week <laughs> see you next week bye